The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. I don't want people to think that because I am a positive person and because I have a strict disciplined but enjoyable routine within the gym and my diabetes management that I never experience down days because of course I do jeez I, I I can't express the amount of down days I've had but that's just the life that you live with diabetes but and it's I think the key to kind of getting over those little daily defeats and daily struggles as people often say is having your own personal way to kind of drag you out of that drag you out of that hole that you're in and it could only even be 20-30 minutes or it could be the whole day or it could be a week but you need to be aware of when you're experiencing these low moments and just try and take a step back and say okay look the reality of it is I do have diabetes which isn't ideal but the other side of that is you need to be able to say okay look I have this condition, but I'm more than capable to deal with it. And there's a phrase in the in the diabetic community, it's, I'm stronger than my highs or lows, and there's like a little kind of logo that goes yeah. with it. But it's true, because inevitably you're going to be experiencing highs and lows, not just with diabetes, everybody experiences highs and lows. That's just, if you're, if you're not experiencing highs and lows, you're not a human being. So it's obviously very common for diabetics to experience highs and lows, you got out of your low by doing something you really liked. You got yourself up and went to the gym. Would it be a tip to recommend to other people when they're going to lows? So maybe have that one thing that they do when they're feeling low, but they know, okay, I'm just going to go for a walk. And then they go for the walk and they get out of their low. Or I'm going to, I don't know, maybe play a video game, something like that. So maybe they have that one little trigger in their brain that will kind of get them out of their low. But they know, when I'm feeling a little bit low, I'll just go do this and that'll make me feel good again. Of course. And I think just to, clar- just to clarify, when we're speaking of low right now, it's not a low blood sugar. It's a, it's a mental low, we're let's say. psychology. Yeah. Two psychologists here in the studio. <laughs> With absolutely no qualifications. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, I, I think it's essential for you to be able to, to kind of navigate your way back out of that slump you're going through and if you can really identify something that 
you really enjoy to do or you look forward to do. It could be it could be something tiny. It could be going and making yourself a coffee. Or it could be going and listening to your favourite song. But as long as you have that little trigger to get you out of yep. that, the slump that you're having, then sure, you're flying. Here's one thing that always interests me because when I watch you in public injecting insulin or getting a little bit of blood for your blood checker, you've no problem at all doing it. And I remember when I asked you when we were talking about your diagnosis, how did you feel about injecting yourself physically? You were like, oh yeah, I just did it, get on with it. But back when you first started, psychologically, what were you thinking about when you were doing it in public? Was it a tough thing to comprehend? Were you thinking about what other people were thinking when they were looking at you? What was going on? I think for me, I was I was conscious of it and I was aware of the fact that, yeah, every now and then, People probably are looking at me because it's slightly unusual to see somebody injecting themselves. But it, it never bothered me. It, but that's the kind of person that I am and have always been. And I think I was at a huge advantage when I was diagnosed with diabetes. Being that type of person where I don't really care. I don't really care if somebody's looking at me if I'm injecting. And if you don't want to look, don't look. I need to do it because I need to stay alive. It was just something that I got on with it. It was never really an issue for me. For somebody who's completely different to me that's diagnosed, it can be a lot more difficult. For example, my dad was telling me, I think it was a number of years ago now, he, so he was working in a school and he, he came home to me one day, he was a few years ago, and he said, oh, can I, can I chat to you for a minute? And I said, yeah, of course you can, what's up? And he said, there's a young fella in the school who must have been seven, eight, nine at the time. And he was a type 1 diabetic. And he was having real issues about injecting himself at lunchtime for his food. And he had, he had, I think he had gone to my dad, and my dad obviously knew that he was diabetic. And he said he was really shy about it and embarrassed, and he was worried about the other kids kind of making fun of him and asking what that is and this, that, and the other. Because at that age... Like you don't necessarily want to be different to other people because you're growing up and you're in school and stuff. So my dad asked me, do you have any advice for him coming from an older diabetic? And I said, look, with that psychological side of diabetes, it's really up to the person to try and build their confidence around their diabetes. And now it's it's easy for me to say that to you because you're, geez, you're nearly 30 now, Graham. Yeah, I'm touching 29. <laughs> it's coming fast. <laughs> But try, trying to articulate that to a child who's seven, eight, nine, it's not as easy and they don't understand it to the extent that you would. So, yeah, it can be tricky and I often feel a lot of empathy towards younger people who have diabetes because it's hard. It's, and you don't, you don't want to be different to people who are the same age as you when you're, when you're that age. So it's really, really difficult. Oh, and there might be somebody listening right now who's just been diagnosed doesn't really know what the hell is going on or maybe they've had diabetes for a few years and they're just struggling mentally with having diabetes what advice would you give to them when i was initially diagnosed i remember one of the diabetic nurses she was speaking to me kind of going through things and she said oh and look diabetes is something that is always going to be there but it doesn't mean that you can't live the life that you want to live. She said, she used an analogy of, it's like stirring a pot. 
So you can live your life to the fullest and you can do all the things that you want to do and you can travel and you can work hard and you can play sport and you can climb mountains if you want. But as long as you're still stirring that pot and making sure it doesn't get too hot or it doesn't overflow, you can live your life as you need to live it, as you want to live it. It's something that as long as you manage it and you treat it with respect, it's completely, completely manageable. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.